Lindell TV is pleased to present the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Welcome, everybody, to the Sentinel Report. It is great to be back with you. Uh, I had a wild day yesterday, but uh, we're back. And uh, we have today, I'm going to show you the clip of uh, my speech at the Reawaken America Tour. We'll do that in the second half of the program. I hope you will enjoy. Uh, But before we get to that, we have our Bible verse of the day. This comes out of Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through 33. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne and all the nations will be gathered before him. Praise the Lord. Uh, we also have a very special guest coming up for you today, Dieta Moose. She's a school board member up in Minnesota, um, loves the Lord, loves liberty, and uh, is passionate about the education of children. So uh, we're going to get her thoughts. I'm actually going up to Minnesota later this week to visit uh, her and some of the other wonderful folks up there that, uh, believe it or not, are doing great things in Minnesota, despite uh, how crazy things are getting there. We also have some uh, latest news. We'll keep our news segment very brief. But first, uh, folks, get to SouthernReportGold.com. That's SouthernReportGold.com for some very important information. Did you know the Bank of America is saying that gold is going to go to $2,200 this year? That's an all-time high. In fact, gold has hit several all-time highs already this year so far. So invest in a gold IRA with Noble Gold, and you can take advantage of this rare opportunity to secure your retirement savings. With the experts at Noble Gold Investments, you can ride the wave of gold's historic rise to financial security. And this month, they're offering a solid silver five-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every qualifying precious metals IRA or 401k rollover. Uh, you can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Hurry up and go to centerreportgold.com, secure your wealth, plus get a free Five ounce America, the beautiful coin. If you qualify, again, that's SentinelReportGold.com, SentinelReportGold.com. Obviously, there is always a risk with all investments, and there are never guarantees of any kind. Go to SentinelReportGold.com. All right, folks, the big news, obviously, as you know, Durham has released its final report, and the media is like, oh, really? Wow, how did we ever not know? Uh, But even the the fake conservative media is acting like this is some kind of huge deal, and wow, they got mad at the the FBI. He exposed them for being a joke. How many people, raise your hands, didn't know already that the FBI was now officially a joke? Okay, Uh, We all knew this already, folks, and yet there are no recommendations for criminal charges against the people who undertook this incredible, unprecedented, unprecedented witch hunt against the sitting president of the United States and many of his key people. So after four years of investigating the alleged uh, links, uh, Russia, Trump, et cetera, the the Russia collusion narrative, um, yeah, there was some harsh language in there, but no recommendations that anybody go to jail. Uh, I'll read you some of the the findings in this 320-page report. Uh, Durham said that uh, this was based on seriously flawed information, that the FBI abandoned their own principles regarding objectivity and integrity. 
Um, so after this uh, investigation into Crossfire Hurricane, that was the uh, phony Russia collusion scandal, uh, they said that uh, the FBI's behavior was seriously deficient. It caused severe reputational harm. Uh, based on the review of Crossfire Hurricane and related intelligence activities, we conclude that the Justice Department and the FBI failed to uphold their mission of strict fidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in this report. Again, he says, the FBI's failure to critically analyze uh, the information that ran counter to the narrative of a Trump-Russia collusive relationship exhibited throughout Crossfire Hurricane is extremely troublesome. All right, extremely troublesome, but we're going to recommend doing basically nothing about it. Nobody's going to be held accountable. No one's going to be put in jail. And so there you go, folks. That is pathetic. Uh, now, the FBI, or the clown car formerly known as the FBI, released a statement claiming that all of the problems have now been fixed. There's nothing to see here, folks. Everybody can get back to trusting the FBI as if nothing had ever happened. Meanwhile, one of the few remaining journalists in America, Laura Loomer, who has been, of course, a guest on this show, went to go confront James Dirty Cop Comey on these Durham findings. Watch. Okay, thank you for submitting these questions. You have awful handwriting. <laughs> hey, Mr. Comey. Hey. How is it ethical to brief the president of the United States on an unverifiable and salacious dossier? And how is it ethical leadership to not tell him that his political opposition, Hillary Clinton, paid for that? You didn't you didn't disclose that information. Why didn't you disclose to President Trump that his opposition paid for the material? You are not an ethical leader. Today, Mr. Comey, 11 lawmakers, 11 lawmakers, Mr. Comey, today filed a criminal referral against you. Filed a criminal referral against you. Ma'am, you're going to have to leave. You're going to get prosecuted, Comey. You're going to get locked up. Let's go, man. Come on, leave. Let's go. All right. All right. Is this your bag? Yeah, it's my bag. It's my coat. Okay. All right. You're going to get prosecuted, Comey. I'm going. You're going to be prosecuted, Comey. We shall see. I won't hold my breath, but uh, I hope she's right. I mean, this is unbelievable, folks, what's happening in our country. Now, Michael Yon, a journalist, I've been in regular communication with him over the last couple of weeks. He has been uh, doing some groundbreaking reporting from the Darien Gap, from the border situation. And this is what he just posted on Twitter. Uh, very alarming. He says, this war is, this is a war invasion. These people will later be armed, uniformed, and informed that they can take your life and your property uh, he says, folks who followed my war work for many years know that I do not write flippantly or inaccurately, that I'm careful with my words. You are at war, lethal war, ultimate consequences, including genocide. Randomly pick any of my work over the past 20 years, he says, read a dozen random dispatches, do an audit of my accuracy, Inac inaction now is death later. Folks, uh, Michael Yan, as he pointed out, is a journalist who has been right, uh, who's been breaking very important stories for a very long time. Um, this is serious, folks. This is absolutely serious. Uh, he is on the ground. He's actually uh, intermixing with these people who are coming across the border. We've got foreign agents of mass murdering dictatorships. They're being invited in by a president who we now know him and his family members got $10 million at least from the Communist Party of China. Folks, this is an actual war against our country. And uh, not only are they bringing these people in, military-aged men, uh, they are teaching them. And I, you know, I grew up in Latin America. I know what they teach people there, that America is rich because we've been robbing Latin America, because we've been oppressing Latin America, because we're an imperialist power. Uh, it's all lies, of course, but that's what these people are being taught who are being uh, funneled into this country with the full support of the uh, 
O'Biden administration, if you will. Now, uh, James Roguski, meanwhile, has new breaking developments on the World Health Organization agreement that they're working on. And it says actually in the draft that state parties, that is in national governments, are going to have to adapt their legislation to provide national international health regulation focal points. In other words, they're going to have to appoint a bureaucrat to implement the World Health Organization's mandates and dictates. Uh, folks, this is really serious, and they don't even think this needs Senate ratification. So pay very close attention, folks. The WHO won't even have to enforce these regulations directly. They will just impose them on us. So uh, this is moving very, very rapidly. The fake media is not talking about it. Call your congressman. Tell them enough is enough. Work with your state legislators to ban this in your state, especially if you live in a conservative state. Now, uh, Judicial Watch is rep representing an FBI whistleblower whose rights were violated. Uh, the FBI leadership accused him of having conspiratorial views because he didn't agree with them on their uh, January 6th fake narrative. And so he was removed from office despite having received the field office employee of the year in 2019. He was consistently rated as exceeds fully successful. Uh, so this individual, uh, former agent Allen, will be testifying in the weaponization of government committee in the House of Representatives uh, later this this month. So folks, stay tuned for that. Looks like the testimony will be May 19th. Now, uh, last but not least, uh, Larry Page is now involved in the Epstein probe. Uh, the U.S. attorney for the U.S. Virgin Islands is trying to subpoena Google co-founder Larry Page about his links to Jeffrey Epstein, the pedophile, pervert, intelligence operative, and child sex trafficker convicted of raping children, by the way, uh, and then let off easy because of an interesting relationship with the intelligence community. Now, uh, the attorney general for the U.S. Virgin Islands says he cannot find anywhere to serve Mr. Page. So they're now trying to subpoena him through Google, where he still serves on the board or Alphabet, the parent company of Google. So, folks, uh, this is interesting developments all over the place. Stay with us. We're going to be right back with Dieta Moose. Stay tuned. Most churches are silent about today's intense culture wars, leaving Christians alone and ill-equipped to stand in the battleground of ideas raging against us. That's why GTI Ministries has created a special bundle of new teaching tools to keep your family, friends, and church from being taken captive by a world at war with our God. We have reformatted our popular You Are What You Think textbook series to synchronize with our Thinking Like a Christian video series, enabling anyone to easily lead others through this life-changing curriculum. Our special bundle also includes new instructor guides for assisting the leader moment by moment and which also contain discussion questions with answer keys. Go to gtimin.com and click the green banner at the top to receive a special bundle containing all these resources for only $119 for the DVD format or $99 for the streamed or thumb drive style. This series will thoroughly equip you and your family with the truth you need about the battle of ideas being waged against our families and our nation. Go to gtimin.com, click the green banner at the top. You'll be blessed. Are you worried about spike proteins and how they may impact your health? Are you looking for help? The Wellness Company has an answer in the form of our clean, pure, all-natural spike formula developed by experts like Dr. Peter McCullough. The Wellness Company's spike formula includes the incredible natto kinase, dandelion root, black sativa extract, green tea, and iris sea moss. Even better, the spike formula by The Wellness Company is vegan, gluten-free, and made right here in the U.S., so you know that you can trust and rely on it if you're concerned about spike proteins. Buying American-made, natural ingredients of this quality separately will cost you over $100. Our spike formula is only $65.99. 
Get Spike Formula today by going to twc.health. Sentinel Report users use the code NEWMAN at checkout for an additional discount. Go to twc.health, promo code NEWMAN, and get peace of mind if you are concerned about spike protein. Welcome back to the Sentinel Report, everybody. Uh, our guest today, uh, just on for a brief segment, is Dieta Moose. She's a school board member uh, and also um, a wonderful person. She's very involved in uh, what's going on. Uh, she is on the Cambridge Isanti School Board. She's been very involved in education. She's been doing this for, for over 25 years, uh, working in this uh, field. And um, she's dedicated a lot of time to the local school district. She's also involved in helping to protect our country and our freedom. Uh, she's actually going to be hosting me up in Minnesota at uh, Word of Life Church. That's going to be uh, coming up on Friday, May 19th at 7 p.m. That's in Princeton, Minnesota. Would love to see you there. We're going to be talking about uh, the destructive agenda to undermine our faith, our family, our freedom, uh, and even our humanity. Dieta, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, you also have another guest coming in uh, tomorrow, I think, or maybe the next day, uh, Shadron Hadian, a wonderful speaker. Uh, tell us about what's uh, coming up for the church there in uh, Princeton, Minnesota. So we have Shram also coming on Thursday. You'll be coming on Friday. And we scheduled them at different times. But you guys will be talking about very similar things, talking about transhumanism, environmentalism, and um, globalism, all of those things that are coming against our country. So anyone who wants to come and see both of you will really get a lot of education. Awesome. Hey, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, and I've got a couple other events there that you have helped organize uh, on Saturday morning. I'll be uh, just at the at a big Baptist church right outside of Minneapolis. I'll have more details on that tomorrow. And then Thursday evening, we've got an education event uh, organized by some great people up there as well. Uh, so thank you, Dieta. Uh, real quick, before we let you go, uh, talk to us about what you're learning as a member of the school board there. I know you and some other Christians and conservatives ended up getting elected. A huge victory there. But what is it that you're encountering? Well, um, I'm one of several school board members that was trained and um, helped to get into office through um, Minnesota Parent Alliance. And uh, we're, we're, there's conservative school board members across the state who are now on the boards who are actually able to see inside the school. And really, in, in several outstate schools, um, they're, they're doing a you know a, a decent job of educating. It's really the, the cities that has the most difficulty. So there's kind of a, um, a disconnect between rural schools and, and urban schools and the rural, rural schools I'm finding are doing a, a fairly decent job. Fantastic. Well, looking forward to hearing more from you very soon, Dieta. Thanks so much for joining us. And real quick, the details again for Thursday and Friday. That's going to be Thursday and Friday at Word of Life Church in Princeton, Minnesota. And both events start at 7 p.m. Is that correct? That is correct. All righty. Deanna, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for all that you're doing for the kids and for our country. Really appreciate it. God bless you and talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, folks, stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you worried about spike proteins and how they may impact your health? Are you looking for help? The Wellness Company has an answer in the form of our clean, pure, all-natural spike formula developed by experts like Dr. Peter McCullough. The Wellness Company's spike formula includes the incredible natto kinase, dandelion root, black sativa extract, green tea, and iris sea moss. Even better, the spike formula by The Wellness Company is vegan, gluten-free, and made right here in the U.S., so you know that you can trust and rely on it if you're concerned about spike proteins. 
Buying American-made natural ingredients of this quality separately will cost you over $100. Our spike formula is only $65.99. Get spike formula today by going to twc.health. Sentinel Report users use the code NEWMAN at checkout for an additional discount. Go to twc.health, promo code NEWMAN, and get peace of mind if you are concerned about spike protein. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Looking for a K-12 classical online school built on Judeo-Christian values? FPA is enrolling now for the fall. Request your free information packet at freedomforschool.com. Don't forget to select Alex Newman under the How Did You Hear About Us section when you enroll. Again, that's freedomforschool.com. All right, folks, uh, real quick, we're going to show you the video of my talk over the weekend at the Reawaken America Tour in Miami. That's General Flynn and Clay Clark's event, uh, both of whom have been guests on this program. I hope you enjoy, and if we have a little bit of time left at the end, I'll be back. Stay tuned. Watch. Our next presenter is someone I listen to often. His name is Alex Newman. He's an award-winning international journalist, educator, author, speaker, investor, and consultant who seeks to glorify God in everything he does. He writes for leading publications in the U.S., and worldwide and hosts a number of shows, including Liberty Hour and Focal Point for AMP, The Sentinel Report on Lindell TV, Frank Speech, and Conversations That Matter for the New American Magazine. He also served as the CEO of Liberty Sentinel Media, and his son is sort of a big deal. I met his son. His son's great. Great kid, about this tall, great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand to your feet and greet Alex Newman Fear the Beard. Hey, guys, thank you so much. What an honor to, to be here and speak with you. I'm going to skip the jokes just in the interest of time. You guys know it, and I know it. Our nation is at war. We are at war. The diabolical forces behind the Great Reset, which I've been exposing since the summer of 2020 when it was announced, they are attacking us on every front. They want to destroy our families. They want to destroy our country, our churches, our community, our liberty, even humanity itself. The Great Reset, like Marxism, is a reversal of everything good, everything that God has ordained. God created nations, so they want to eliminate nations. God ordained the family, so they want to pervert and end the family. God created the male and female, so we got to get rid of that too. God ordained private property when he said, thou shalt not steal, and so you shall own nothing, as Klaus Schwab would say. God said to be fruitful and multiply, and so they tell us that children are bad for the climate. It's ridiculous. But really, they're not at war so much with us. They're mostly at war with God. And this is not a new phenomenon. In fact, thousands of years ago, King David wrote in the Psalms, in Psalm 2, verse 2, the kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers conspire together against the Lord and his anointed one. And you can imagine God is probably just sitting up in heaven absolutely terrified. Right? Good, right? And you go down to verse 4. God says, the one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord ridicules them. And we should ridicule them as well. They're going down. In Psalm 83, we read from Asaph starting in verse 2. For behold, your enemies make an uproar. Those who hate you have raised their heads. They lay crafty plans against your people. They consult together against your treasured ones. They say, come, let us wipe them out as a nation. Let the name of Israel be remembered no more. They conspire with one accord against you, God. They make a covenant. 
It's hard to think of something more ridiculous, more idiotic than waging war on God. And yet that's exactly what we're dealing with, folks. They are waging war on God. Pride has gone to their head. They've been handed over to a reprobate mind. But we can fight back against this diabolical great reset. And I say we do it with the Great Commission. Jesus gave us clear instructions in Matthew chapter 28. He said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teach them to observe and obey all that I have commanded you. That is our mission. We can overcome evil with good. We can defeat their hatred with love and we must. Now Jesus, our Lord, is quoted in Luke and in Matthew twice. He says, whoever is not with me is against me. There are two camps in this war, and if you don't know which one you're in, you're in the wrong one. So get on your knees and pray, okay? Now, the great Chinese military strategist Sun Tzu put it very well in his Art of War. He said, if you know yourself and you know your enemy, you're going to win every single battle. And yet we as Americans, even we as Christians today, unfortunately, do not know who we are, and we don't know much about the enemy. Well, let me share with you a little bit. Now, you guys all know about the deep state. Uh, many of the speakers here have talked about it. I usually bring all the evidence today. I'll skip it because I know you guys are very well informed. But you know the Bohemian Grove, the Bilderbergers, the Council on Foreign Relations clowns, the Trilateral Commission, their front groups like the World Economic Forum and the United Abominations, I mean the United Nations, sorry. Um, it's important to know something about these, right? The Apostle Paul says we are not ignorant of Satan's devices, but we know also who is their commander-in-chief. The Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 tells us that Satan is the god of this world. Isn't that interesting? Now, we don't want to misunderstand that. He's not God. He's not a God. He's not a legitimate rival to God. He's a created being, but he has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Now, if you go to 1 John chapter 5, it says, we know we are from God, but the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. It's talking about this world system that we are dealing with. In other words, as the Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians 6, our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's not George Soros and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and Henry Kissinger and the rest of the clown car. It is against powers and principalities, against the rulers of, this, uh, of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. And again, Satan is their commander-in-chief. That's the enemy. It's not your neighbor who's been blinded and deceived. It's not the Democrat across the street. It's not our fellow Americans. It is Satan and his minions. Now, speaking of ourselves, who are we as a nation? Who are we as God's people, first and foremost? Well, we are adopted children of God. If you have been redeemed through Christ, you are an adopted child of the Creator of the heavens and the earth, and you should rejoice in that knowledge. Now, who are we as Americans? Most Americans have no clue today. We've been brainwashed in the schools, and I'll come back to that. But our history is intimately intertwined with this mission that God gave his disciples. The very first, I was just in Virginia a couple weeks ago for the first landing, 1607. The first thing those English settlers did when they got off the ship on April 26, 1607 in Virginia, under the leadership of Reverend Robert Hunt, they said, we hereby dedicate this land and ourselves to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ, to raise up godly generations after us and with these generations to take the kingdom of God to all the earth. That's the first thing they did when they got here. Why don't they teach this to our kids? Right, they said, may this covenant remain for all generations as the earth remains, and let this land be an evangelist to the world. And God was faithful. He used this nation to take the gospel to every inch of this planet. Less than 15 years later, the pilgrims arrived, and they did the Mayflower Compact. 
They don't teach this to the kids anymore in school, but they said the purpose of this voyage was, and I'm quoting, the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. That's why they came here. Okay, this is our history, folks. This is who we are as Americans, okay? Uh, William Bradford, the pilgrim leader and their governor, he wrote of this great hope that we could just be stepping stones. They just wanted to be stepping stones to advancing the gospel of the kingdom of Christ throughout all the earth. And boy, were they stepping stones. They laid the foundations for what eventually became the United States of America. Less than a century after that, we had uh, the Articles, oh, excuse me, in 1643, all the New England colonies got together, and this is what they said in the Articles of Confederation of the Colonies of New England. And listen to this. We all came into these parts of America with one and the same end, namely, to advance the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ and to enjoy the liberties of the gospel in purity with peace. 1643. They all came here, is what they said, for that purpose. Why don't we teach this to our children? Less than a century after that, the Great Awakening. God raised up men like Jonathan Edwards and George Whitfield, and they set this nation on fire for Christ and the Bible. Our founding fathers were children. They were listening to this in the churches of America. And not too long after that, they enshrined these principles into our Declaration of Independence. And people say, oh, Thomas Jefferson wasn't a real Christian. Forget whether Thomas Jefferson was a real Christian or not. He got this language directly from Sam Adams, in his first letter through the Committees of Correspondence, he wrote on the rights of the colonists, the rights of the colonists as Christians may be best understood by reading and carefully studying the institutes of the great lawgiver and the head of the Christian church, which are to be found clearly promulgated in the New Testament. He said that among these rights, first, a right to life, second, a right to liberty, third, a right to property together with the rights to defend them. These ideas come straight from the Bible. God said, thou shalt not murder, therefore you have a right to life. God said, thou shalt not steal, therefore you have a right to property. This is pretty simple, folks, and yet our kids don't know it. In our Declaration of Independence, our forefathers invoked the laws of nature and nature's God. And they knew what this was. Read Sir William Blackstone. They were talking about the God of the Bible. And they appealed to the supreme judge of the world. They appealed to heaven. And they went up against the most powerful army, the most powerful navy, the most powerful empire on planet Earth, and they won. Not through their own power, but through the power of God. So what happened? How did we end up in this mess that we're in? Well, those very first settlers promised they were going to raise up godly generations after them. Why have we not done that? Well, the answer is simple. We turned our children over to a godless indoctrination system masquerading as a school system. Now, if you know the history of the public school system, not just in America, but in the world, it was created by godless, wicked men who wanted to overthrow our system, who rejected the Bible, who rejected the truth of God. You start with Robert Owen, a communist before Karl Marx. His crazy ideas were picked up in Prussia. They were re-imported to the United States by Horace Mann, another individual who wanted to get the Bible out of our schools. Then we had John Dewey, a communist, an actual communist. He went to the Soviet Union and couldn't stop singing the praises of this monstrous system. These are the people who created the system that is educating our children. God never told you to hand your children over to Caesar for education. Now, the Supreme Court put the final nails in the coffin in 1962-63. They said we couldn't have Bible, we couldn't have prayer in our schools anymore. What a joke. In fact, Potter Stewart, in his uh, dissent from these cases, he said what they were doing was establishing the religion of secularism, or as John Dewey would have called it, the religion of humanism. He was one of the founders of this religion from hell. He said, we believe the universe is self-existing and not created. We'll compare that with God's word. In the beginning, God created, right? That was John Dewey's religion, and he wanted it propagated through these indoctrination camps. 
Now you've all heard of Yuval Noah Harari and the chief of engineering over at Google, Ray Kurzweil. They also believe that they are going to be as gods, right? It's the oldest lie in the book. Genesis chapter 3, ye shall be as gods. That did not turn out well for them, and it's not going to turn out well for any of these people pushing this today. And so what is the fruit of this system? Well, murder in our schools, abortion, children don't know what bathroom to go in, school shootings, drugs, right? This is the fruit of this system. And the Bible says to look at things by their fruit. Now, what does God say about education? In Deuteronomy, he says you need to teach your children about God and his laws when you're waking up, when you're lying down, when you're sitting down, when you're walking by the way. In other words, all the time. That's what we are called to do to disciple our children. Now, God doesn't give us details, you know, how much science, how much math, but he does give us the basics. In Proverbs 9, 10, he says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And you all know as well as I do, there is no fear of the Lord being taught in the government's indoctrination centers today. Now, it's very easy to judge these wicked individuals promoting the Great Reset. They're wicked. They're evil. They are reprobate. But guess what, folks? That was all of us before we were redeemed by Christ. We were in the same boat, headed to the same destination. They need Christ just like we all do. Now, sin against an infinite God can never be repaid by a finite man. Paul tells us in Romans, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. He also tells us the wages of the sin is death. That's what we all deserve, and yet Christ came and he died for us so that we could be redeemed, so that we could have eternal life with him. Now, uh, we are in a war, as I mentioned, and in a war you need good intelligence, and so I will recommend as highly as I can, tune into American Media Periscope, tune into Frank Speech and Lindell TV, subscribe to the New American Magazine, subscribe to the Epic Times, sign up for my newsletter at libertysentinel.org. These are all good sources, but most importantly, read your Bible. Get on your knees and pray, folks. This is a war, and these are our weapons. Now, get active in politics. Get your children out of these wicked, godless indoctrination camps as quickly as you can. And remember, in Ephesians 6, God tells us our weapon here is the sword of the Spirit. That is the Word of God. Okay? Do not be afraid, folks. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If you want to know what God thinks about fear, go to Numbers 13 and 14. He almost destroyed his people because they were scared of these giants. After all the miracles God had shown them. We need to remember the people of God throughout history who have resisted evil, and God has blessed them. The Hebrew midwives who refused to kill these baby boys on Pharaoh's orders. Peter and the apostles telling the authorities in Acts chapter 5, verse 29, it is better to obey God than men. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel chapter 3, and memorize this scripture. They answered the king. The king had told them to bow down to this crazy golden statue, and they said, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he doesn't, be it known to you, O king, we will not serve your gods. We will not bow down and worship that golden image, and that is all we have to say about it. Now, God protected them, God preserved them, and he used them. King Nebuchadnezzar came to the faith as a result of their faithfulness. Remember Gideon. God used Gideon and 300 men to take down the Midianite army, not through their power, but through God's. Remember David and Goliath. One boy with faith took down the Philistine army and their giant. Remember 2 Kings, right? Elisha is totally surrounded by the enemy, and his servant is terrified. Elisha prays that God would open his eyes, and what does he see? Angelic beings. It's the enemy that's surrounded, not us. It's them. They should be quaking in their boots. In Romans chapter 16, God, uh, uh, God through the apostle Paul says, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. And he has been doing that for his people for a very long time. 
Now, yes, there will be persecution. If they're not saying bad things about you, you're not doing it right. God promised us they would persecute us. He promised us they would hate us. But guess what? Our God is already victorious. The battle's already done. We just need to do our part. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and God bless you. Thank you, sir. Wow, that's Alex Newman. Yes.